No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Okay, terrific. Language and writing were made available. He'll teach you everything. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Hey, I'm John. This is John Helps You Write Better. And today we're going to talk about a thing that bugs me. So maybe this is a rant. Or maybe this is something you could file away for later. Or maybe this is something just to get you thinking. But here today, I want to talk about that sort of fast food mentality that has just been pervading more and more of general fiction construction. And whether we're going to call it the TikTokification of things or just the lowest common denominator writing that capitalism uh, wants to produce because it's faster to produce... Um, it's, it's bothering me because I'm starting to see it proliferate down to a client level. And for me, that's a, that's a real problem. Let me explain. My goal has always been to help you write better than you thought you could. And in doing that, impart to you some amount of tools, some amount of care, and some amount of familiarity with just how to compose your thoughts in a way that is not only clear to you, but exciting and connecting to someone else. My goal is to install some level of craftsmanship. That, that, doesn't, um, that doesn't come easily, and it doesn't come quickly. But hopefully, like water over a stone, it eventually, you know, shapes it, moves it, stirs it, rounds off the edges, and, and affects it in some way. Craftsmanship is important to me. It's, it's the most critical thing to me. You've got to be able to not just write so that you can make sales, but so that you write well, because I believe writing well will get you sales. Now, this idea is at odds with sort of the, the culture, I guess you could say, that's dominating social media, TikTok, Instagram, stuff like that, where it's less about craftsmanship and more about what pile of tropes can we glue together badly and hastily or weakly or poorly produce organized storytelling, not really worrying about craft, not really worrying about like the level of effort to put into this, but how can we prioritize tropes and sort of vague references to stuff that's already come before as opposed to like sitting down and making something entirely original? And tapping into all the pre-existing stuff and the tropes and the, the aesthetics and the vibes of things without really questioning or challenging anything to produce a book quickly that we can, you know, say, hey, it's similar to A and B and C. And if you liked A and B and C, then that's perfect because this is just more of the same. That kind of approach does not prioritize craftsmanship. It does not prioritize voice. It does not prioritize talent. It does not prioritize the individuality of what you can produce as a writer. All of those things are important to me. All of those things are far more important to me. I know loads of people are like, I'm getting into this for the sales, or I'm doing this so that I can be published. And I, I get that, and I understand it. I don't always know if people are aware of just what the numbers behind that are, but 
good for you for having that goal. The point, though, is that if you're not going to prioritize craft and care and you're not going to really give a shit about this, your work will not be as good as it could be. And to me, that's that's the real crime of this. When you start looking at like book talk reviews and people on YouTube talking long form about, hey, look at this book and here's this thing. and Look at that book and here's this thing. They're, they're not digging deep enough necessarily. Yes, a lot of that content is just designed to roast people. A lot of that stuff is just there to make a joke, to occupy 30 minutes so that the algorithm is satisfied, so they can get an ad, so that people can view things, so that they can profit. I, I get it. I know that cycle. I understand. But when it comes down to it, and we look at all these sort of sloppy, nearly just above fan fiction level intellectually unstimulating, too homogenous, too familiar, too trope-laden books, we're not stopping and asking, hey, can this person write? Can this person, you know, produce a thing that isn't just this kind of conglomeration of five other things we've seen in 20 other books? What are they originally saying? Where are they really prioritizing their voice? Not just is their plot, you know, unique or novel or something, but... What, are, what is this person producing other than an object? And this, this fast food approach of, yeah, you could go get a meal, but you, know, you don't really want to engage with a fork and a knife. You don't want to really sit and have to digest things. Come over here to the drive-thru and just grab some fries and some high fructose corn syrup and a load of preservatives and stuff. And it's, it's quick and it's easy and it is arguably food, but does it as deeply nourish you as that meal your mom made or your, that meal your grandma used to make or, or that meal you could go to somewhere where somebody's like working and caring about providing you something good? This really bothers me in, in like a big, giant, massive way because as more and more people get exposed to less carefully produced, less, less crafted or poorer crafted material, that becomes the norm. That becomes the bar that they see that they should set for themselves. Oh, well, this is what gets published, so I only need to go uh, right around that level in order to clear the hurdle, in order to be just like everybody else. And they, they, they don't question or challenge this hurdle. They don't say, well, I could go over that hurdle. I just that I have to clear the hurdle, not by how much, not by how well, just I need to do it like that. And when that's a really low point in craft or talent or skill, you lose out. It becomes less art and more slop. And I know that sounds very judgy, and I, I do mean it in a judgy way. I think we should not settle or tolerate weak writing just because 20 people on some website tell us that it's popular. Loads of shit is popular that we collectively do don't like. There's a TV show that everybody says is great that maybe you didn't get into, or there's music from an artist that you've other people have listened to and they love, and you just can't seem to really like vibe with it. You're not down for it. Or there are, you know, colors and aesthetics and vibes and furniture and styles that, you know, some people look, you know, love and rave about. And you look at it and you think it's, you know, some sort of clown was murdered up against a wall or something. That individuality, that, that discrepancy, that ability to distinguish your likes from the homogenous greater group is exactly the sort of thing I'm talking about. Because as we move closer and closer to like everybody goes and picks up some kind of greasy fast food burger as opposed to going to a meal where you're really sitting down at a table at a restaurant with a napkin and somebody who gives a shit. 
as we move towards that faster approach, we, we lower the standard that we could produce at. We lower the overall level of craft we could produce at. We lower the overall level of interest in that craft stuff because all of a sudden the simpler stuff that's mega hyper popular, that's just a, a re-stapling together of five tropes, just like that book. No, just like that book. No, it's a, it's a princess of prophecy who goes to a magic land and then falls in love with two dreamy people who fight over her, but it's not a real love triangle. Or it's this romance novel between these two people who get caught in the rain because they're enemies to lovers and we're just labeling things by trope or we're saying oh it's the hunger games plus the handmaid's tale plus uh, a wrinkle in time and we're just naming things now but it comes down to what's your contribution what are you doing yeah you sat and you typed this thing but did you care did, did, you, did you learn something? Did this make you better? Did you have a theme? Do you have a point? Did you install craftsmanship and love into this work? Did you make an effort to write a thing that not only did it because everybody else is doing to this degree, or did you, you know, make a thing? It's the difference between did you cook a meal or did you just recreate more fast food? This really, this is really, I think, going to be the challenge of the next year, year and a half as more and more people sort of surrender to this idea of AI coming through and, and weakening publishing and weakening, you know, all sorts of stuff and capitalism hyperinflating everything, I think, I think this is the real challenge. If we just lower the bar, I guess we can all surrender and just sort of be pacified and, and move on with our day and our time. I get it. It sucks. And it's easier to roll over than it is to stand up and do something because it feels weird or feels bad or feels isolating. I, I, I know. I understand. But at no point should you just roll over on your own work. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. It's hard to market. It's hard to risk. It's hard to put yourself out there. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to learn craft. It's tiring and hard to practice. It, it's not easy. It's not fun. It's not fast. But that's the point. It's art. You're supposed to care. You're supposed to make an effort. You're supposed to, you know, not necessarily have your brain leak out of your ears, but you're, you're certainly supposed to, to work hard at it. It's supposed to be not easy. It's supposed to be a personal investment of your time and your soul and your care in order to make a thing that is truly representative of you and truly expresses who and what you are and what you believe in and what you feel. And I'm looking at all these books and all these, you know, book talk things and all these Instagram posts and all these weird aesthetic -y vibe pictures that people are using now for marketing. And I'm not seeing people. I wish I could. I wish I did. Because this, this becomes the new norm. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be at all. We should be making an effort to produce our stuff, our way, caring about it, really, really trying our best. And I, I don't believe that this is the best somebody can do. I don't. I think if they took another three months, six months, nine months, ten weeks, five weeks, two weeks, a week and a half, a weekend, five years or something, if they took some more amount of time and they put their effort into learning some craft, not just doing the bare basics, not just using Grammarly or or hitting F7 in Word or some other weak-kneed bullshit like that. They're, they're actually trying and they're caring and they're... They're doing more than just hashing together some tropes and throwing it on a plate and going, ta-da, I made you a thing. People should care. It's not bad or wrong to care. You don't have to, you don't have to lower 
yourself just because everybody else is. You should stand up and make your own art. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you tomorrow.